Another edition of Queer State of Mind, y'all. We are back again in our pseudo live, but not live, um, little broadcast. We have Samantha here for a little bit. Uh, me and Mike are going to be talking about all the latest topics, and Duran will be joining us later. So stay tuned on Radio Free Brooklyn for Queer State of Mind. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to another edition of Queer State of Mind. How's everybody doing today? Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, hi, Samantha. Hi, Micah. How are you doing? I am feeling in good spirits. You're feeling good. Yes, and Micah, yourself. I feel really good. Like I'm just glad that the sun's out, and it's you know it was a nice day today. Like in the forecast originally, so it was gonna be like all rainy all week, and we got we happened to got a little bit of a sunshine today. So. Yes, yes. Well, tomorrow and Saturday is gonna be a hot mess. It's going to mm-hmm. be thirty something degrees, but you know I think Ooh. that that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be cold, girl. It's gonna be cold. Mm-hmm. I better um, do this in my backyard. I should be doing this from the backyard then. Sit in my backyard, enjoy a little bit of sunlight. Right. So we're going to waste no time because I want to talk to Sam a little bit about the coronavirus situation, but we're going to play our feature track first, and then we're going to come back and we're going to have her for about 15 minutes. So I'm going to let her tell us all about, you know, her experiences this week and her thoughts on the topics we can get through in that time. So we have um, a, a, a queer artist, an LGBT queer artist um, named Jace Bakers, who's been on our show a few times, and he just released a remix for his song Energy uh, from his... Um, EP, The Gay Agenda. Yes, I remember all of that. So this is the um, energy by Jace Vegas from the new, uh, The Gay Agenda album. Whew. If you are a friend of me, always keep that energy. Miss me with that fuckery. Luckily, I'm loving me. I mean, who isn't loving me? No need for you subbing me. You stuck with me. I'm solidly promising I'm a cheat. <laughs> if I set a goal, I always go and get it. Don't be a dreamer on the sidelines, never winning. I am who I am from the beginning to the ending. But the status on you is forever, ever pending. you everywhere. Ew. And uh, I'm going to show you a little bit of energy right now. Kill, 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 kill him with the flow, show him with the show, heal him with the glow, top billing when I'm kicking for the go, will wall for the show, knowledge on the go, every time proving I'm a pro, when rhyming for the dough, oh, hating on the low, <laughs> keep that energy, keep that, keep that, keep that energy, my sovereignty suggests I am the best, I am benevolent, come meet me on the moon, cause I ain't coming out my element, take a chopper to the stage, you can chop me sis, every bop that I drop, makes some bop and dip, and my pussy bubble, I can't keep it in these jeans, keep, 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 keep
that energy. There's so much I could say, but I know any day the spotlight's gonna be on me. That's why I set the table whenever I make. Cause if I win, then we all gon' eat. And I'ma keep that energy. Cause I mean, look who's on my team. And yeah, we like to keep the peace, but we don't mind the hunt to eat, bitch. It's like everyone thought it was fun to run with scissors. It, it's all fun and games until somebody needs some stitches. No bad wishes or burning bridges. I just know it's best for me. No bad blood, just peace and love. And I like to keep that energy. So keep that. Keep that. Keep that energy. So keep that. Keep that energy, keep that energy, so keep that. Keep that energy, keep that energy, so keep that. Right? Right? Oh, real cute. 
I was not mad at that at all. I was not expecting that. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, girl. You know, yeah, yes, Duran, I'm on my laptop. (laughs) I know, I'm just trying to figure things out here. But yeah, that was Jace um, Vegas. He is a queer artist in New York City. We've had him on the show a few times. Um, And actually, you know what? I really like his music, and he's a really, really nice kid. Really, really nice. And he's just been doing his thing, um, and which is kind of cool, you know, just to be able to see, um, like, a queer artist just kind of do that out there, you know, Mm -hmm. so... Bravo, honey. Get his album, The Gay Agenda. You can find it on all streaming services, uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify. And that was just his remix he dropped. He also dropped a music video for it. So go check it out uh, when you get a chance because, you know, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of doing things, you know, we're going to talk about some serious stuff here before, you know, we uh, lose Miss Samantha. So let's start with what's going on. So let's start with you, Samantha. Corona update. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing better. I feel like last week I was on some kind of weird journey with my anxiety mm-hmm. because I feel like COVID has messed up my, uh, my antenna, like my physical antenna of like, like understanding like the, the messages from my body, like every twinge, every pang, like I used to know what it meant. And now anytime I feel something, I'm like, Oh no, is it, is it the Rona? Is it? Girl, same. <laughs> so I feel so lost and like, you know, Especially, and I don't know, I think everybody has that, but I feel like as a woman, especially, like have being in tune with the different, you know, twitches and spasms of your body is like super important. It's like how you mm-hmm. gauge your, where you are physically in, in your cycle and then also just like in life, like health wise. So mm-hmm. I was seeing like little things like, oh, I feel a little lightheaded and I had a headache and I was like, oh no, I'm going to die. But now nah, it, it was just a time of the <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> But I'm all thrown off now. Good, good. Um, so, Micah, yourself, update? Um, I mean, I'm pretty good this week. Um, well, this weekend was a little weird. Um, we had a death in the family. Um, so that was like a kind of a surreal moment. Um, and it wasn't COVID-related. So it was just kind of like a really kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, but everyone in the family seems like really, I wouldn't say they're cool with it because it's death and no one's cool with death. But like, yeah, the process. I think like people like a lot of folks in the family have accepted it already. Um, but I think it was like it was like not that it was expected, but it wasn't. It was in, it was a surprise, but it wasn't surprised, you know. Um, so I think people are just like accepting it. So like we all seemed like we'd be pretty good in this space. But like I think for the first couple of days this week, I was a little thrown off. Uh, and then you know, add to the oh, fact probably. that it was like, yeah, like like add to the fact that it was like, oh well, can I go and visit the family? It's like. Probably not. It's like, how's a funeral going to work? Like, all these things. Right. Like, you know, like, he's yeah. actually, like, the person who passes is going to be cremated. And, like, as a, fa- as a general rule, we don't cremate people in my family. So, like, it's, it's different. This is a very different world. That's very different. Duran? Um, so, like, this past weekend was great. Like, going into the week was great. And, honestly, I just feel like since I'm now in the middle of this week, I just feel on the edge of unglory right now. Mm. Like it's like like every like little piece of me being tried. Well, this has happened been happening as of late. Every little piece of me being tried just feels a little bit more heightened. Maybe it's just you know obviously it's about it's it's because of all of what's happening in the world right now. It's just like and just being stuck at home and like all this what's going on. Um, 
but yeah, like every little thing is just like, it's just irking the hell out of me right now. Um, and thank God for even in the middle of a pandemic, even though we're not um, allowed to be around each other, thank God for all my, my sisters out there. They've just like, just like good to see your faces through, you know, video conferencing has made things a lot better. However, like, like the next person who tries me, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I will say that. Like, I, I won't go into any deeper details about it, but yeah. Shaw, uh, don't take this as me trying you because I, I, I was thinking about how to bring this. I said, I'm not going to try her, but I just have a question. This is, go- this is not even being shady. So no one, because I don't know. So is there such a thing as unglorious? Is it just you on the edge? No, like I, I, was, said, I, was, I was just making a joke, you know, about the Okay, song. got you. <laughs> I, was like, I'm not sure. I, said, I said, well, isn't it just on the edge? I was just playing. I, know, I got it. I got it. I got it. Child, you know, I got, I got to get, I got to tease you a little bit because you're a journalist and all of that. No, sometimes I even say I'm on the edge of glory, but I was like, should it be unglory? Because <laughs> this, uh, this is unglorious, to be honest. I'm it's on the edge. You're just on I'm the edge. Not, I'm on the edge, but it's also unglorious. That's what unglorious. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, Micah, not to be outdone, my week has been very um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, I feel like today was one of those days where I was a little bit low energy, but it wasn't so much like it. And I was out of my COVID. I was like, no, girl, you're bless you. It might just be out of whack. And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, I got to have to kind of slow down my booze and take kind of get myself together since I'm a type 2 diabetic. Because I'm not used to this. I've been exercising for like the past like right. eight years, like five days a week. You tomorrow, know? yes. You know, for the most most part. So, I, no, I'm not doing shit tomorrow. Trust me. I, I mean, I, like you're gonna you're gonna start this whole like um, no, I can't do anything. I cannot tomorrow. do. No, I can't do anything tomorrow. I'll start next week. Folks will fill you in later. I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Because I was saying uh, like basically what I'm saying. Basically, what I'm saying is you're going to drink on this show. <laughs> no, I'm just drinking like a seltzer thing. It's not even like liquor, liquor. It's like 5%. Um, so I was saying tomorrow, yes. No, girl, no. Mm-hmm. But let me get you're going to start. I'm not, no. I miss those little seltzer, those seltzer cooler thingies. That's what so I'm drinking good. right now. I just love how like... Go ahead. I just, love, I just love. I just love how like right now all these like all these like liquor companies are now making like hard seltzers. Like you know, this Corona has one, Budweiser has one. Like all the companies are making them. I'm like, I'm here for it. Thank you. These are called jammers, and they're like kind of pretty good. They're, you know, just the refreshing. But I say all this to say, post Um, so I got a call last night that my uh, aunt's husband died. So from the COVID nineteen. Oh my god. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't tell him mm-hmm. yesterday because it was my you know it was our sister's birthday, and I don't feel like you know. Unlike uh, some of the other girls, I don't like to draw attention to myself some, when it comes to things like that. Yeah. You know, so I just didn't tell anybody anything that was happening until today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, uh, no, Duran, stop being messy. I wish people could see. You know, we can never take this look at her. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, no. Um, but, yeah, but I spoke to my aunt today. It was an American guy she married because she's been living here a while. We really didn't know him like that. But we were, she's one of the only people that's on Facebook. She's doing okay. So we spoke. My mother called me. My mother called me at like 9 o'clock. Whenever my parents call me anytime in the middle of the day mm-hmm. or like not or after like 7, I freak the hell out. I said, who died? Mm-hmm. Was, you know, so you know how right, that is. Totally. So totally. that is the update. Of, see, I just been really, really tired and stuff like that, you know. Um, I, I'm going to um, feel good 
tomorrow. Let's you know, and so it'll be all right. Well, <laughs> uh, let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, before I know Sam has to leave soon. Um, yeah. Question. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to like rush to the time thing because like I, I don't have to. You know, I can go over five minutes or so. If it's oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I had a question for you. Um, I know you know, as 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 a only person in this group who's booed up. Um, and I know you um, you went to go see your boo. How like how was that? Like how would like I would love to like have you like to have you share that if you if you're up for it, just because like I would love to know oh, what that was like. Oh my god, it was a wonderful reunion. He was amazing. Okay, so let me tell you what he did. He cooked me two dinners, and then he made me apple bread. Oh, offerings, yeah, <laughs> to you know celebrate our reunion because it was almost like two months of no no seeing each other. Wow, so we, did, we took we did everything we had to do to make sure that we like closed off our pod so that we can include each other in each other's pod so now i can we see each other now once a week and he he um make like reduces his contact with people like he doesn't really see doesn't socialize he's doing, all he does is go to work and in his job he's not allowed to go into anybody's homes anymore he works for um a private phone company he does like the, the wire okay yeah he's a tech so um because of that he has even less contact with people so it's a lot easier now for us to see each other but before his company his company his company implemented that policy we couldn't see each other so now that they, he has less contact with people on the outside we're able to see each other once a week i still even though i'm with my family at home because i see him once a week now i still maintain some sort of social distancing at home with my right. family members mm-hmm. just to be safe but with us it was so fun so great we had a great time and he feeds me like a lot he's <laughs> i think he was cooking for me <laughs> i think that's actually wonderful that's so so good that yeah, is so so great. good Get you a man who cooks you dinners. I'm telling you. Uh, so I'm gonna marry myself like some of these women in the south. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no shady. No, I have no wood. Well, anyway, let's get through a couple of topics here before uh, we leave you. Actually, the first two would be perfect. So you know, the MTA girl, they have shut down overnight. They will not be going your way. They will not be going your way. So it's like they're not going to be um, broadcasting. uh, Not broadcasting, Lord Jesus. They are not going to be... I'm out of it. Running. Thank you, my my brain. They're not going to be running between 11. Is it 11? Uh, No, 1. 1 o'clock and 5 to 5. So they're they're no longer... And they're just taking this time. I hope they take this time to do all that track work they've been talking about doing. That's the one, but it's mostly for essential workers, uh, which is interesting. And uh, what I've realized since I've been here, and I was talking to Micah the other day about this, is especially for the summer, since I've started biking, I think that um, the train is going to become like a secondary thing. Mm -hmm. If I have to use it, I'll use it, you know, for now anyway. You know, until it gets cold and the bitch is not going to be on the bike and doing all of that uh, or raining. So what do you guys think about that? Are you guys excited that MTA is shut down for real? Like this time, not when you're like on it on your way to work and then like get off the train. (laughs) What do you think? I haven't been using it, so I don't know the difference right now. Oh, excuse me. I haven't, I haven't, been, like, I have not been out of my house, and I only leave my house to go to the supermarket. And then when Eric comes to get me, and he's on, he picks me up. So I haven't been on a train in since March twelfth. Oh, uh, I haven't been on the train since the beginning of April. I haven't been on the train since March eighth, Sunday, March eighth. You took the train again, girl. 
Mother Uber, honey. Yeah. I always said the damn train. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I think, yeah, for me, it's been like since like probably like March 12th or March 8th or so, like around that time. Um, right. Uh, I think it's interesting, like, because I think there was a question, like, I think it was, the thing that comes up is like, you know, New York City is like the city is like 24 hours, right? It never goes to sleep. Right. Like, like what if, like, so here's my thing. I always thought that they clean the trains at night. They don't, right? <laughs> no, they don't, honey. They do not. So that's the thing about, that's why other people have better subway uh, systems than New York City because it's not 24 hours and they shut down. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Let's see, the trains are going to be shut down, I would say, until like June uh, overnight because um, they managed to uh, fix the, uh, the L train route that was not due to be fixed until like um, July. They did finish it. Really? Yes. They finished. That, they finished the L trains uh, 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 route. They should just go ahead and wait until New York City. It's a very New York City conversation. Sorry, just right. look it up. MT is trash, <laughs> and that's what we're talking. They about. should just wait until the end of summer to do this. To be honest with you, I just like feel like until no, we like, girl. fully reopen. Like it's it's only four hours. I know, like people like over the summer, you might depending on how things go, you might want to be out late, but. I don't know. I don't. They shouldn't wait till the summer because the fact that they can shut down and no one's on the train, they can do work because exactly. it's already I'm terrible. Saying, I'm saying they should wait. Just go ahead and wait until September. Then that's the case. Why? Just, Why? It's, it's just like I mean, just like until we like fully reopen. Like if it's like if we're I'm not fully what you're open. Saying. What are you saying? Are you saying that you should wait till September to open the train or should you do the wait till September? September, to September, September, yeah. September to open the train. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I, I was I was confused. I thought you were like, no girl, they're working. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they should just wait till September. Like, and if they're, if they're the train. Okay. and if they're using that time to to um to clean it and to do whatever track work, whatever they're doing, then yeah, just wait the entire summer. But they can't do right. that because a lot of people depend on that who are are not capable of getting to well, places. You know, so well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if yeah. if these jobs don't come back, you know. A lot of right, places. that's the thing. And that's, that's a scary the... part, too, right? Like, well, a lot of jobs aren't going to come back. Like, so many right. people work in the in the service industry in restaurants. Right. And think about all these restaurants that are going to close and not be able to reopen because they've lost too much money. Right. So that's a whole lot of people. Like, yeah, so many. Something. I think that's a huge chunk of the of the workforce in New York, right? So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who work in the restaurant business. The only ones that were, I don't want to say smart, because I want to use that word, uh, the ones that had the uh, privilege of being open where people can order from them and they could keep a consistent flow. Um, so, like, if you're, like, a smaller uh, restaurant business that was mostly, like, if, if you had, like, three people sitting in your restaurant at the time to eat and you were mostly a takeout, so I can see how this can be better, this is still fine for you. But, you know, other places, like, our favorite restaurant, one of my favorite Chinese restaurants, The Cottage, like, they're closed, not so much because of the pandemic and the landlord changed the building. So there are places that are closing that might not be able to find spaces to work in, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Well, anyway, MTA, um, I would say, hopefully you're doing a great job fixing the tracks and stuff now while you're closed. And um, hopefully when it comes back, it's maybe like 2% less bad than it was before because I'm not expecting anything grand from them. You know, that's not what they do, honey. <laughs> Right. I don't yeah, even but, believe that they fixed the L train. Like I, I still, I, I'll believe it when I see it. For child, right, 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 right. When, uh, you, but, yeah, when you, you can take the L train and not have to wait twenty minutes on the weekends, then we'll know. Girl, oh my God. Well, speaking of waiting twenty minutes, let's talk about our uh, leader, 
Mr. Trump visiting the M9 mass facility, facility come on, um, and have goggles on. <laughs> no mask. Now, what are you going to visit a mass facility? <laughs> touch everything. Oh, Sam, go first. I'm sorry. I, I, I know it's wrong because we are going through a hard time. But he was, he was wearing goggles, no mask, live and let die is playing in the background while he touched all the masks with his unprotected hands. Yeah, Why it, die, people? It was poetry emotion. It's not leader. <laughs> There's no hope. Just uh, <laughs> so That's a mess. And if you hear, like, well, apparently he it came out, he was like, Apparently he like he thinks that he makes him look silly. That's why he doesn't wear masks. <laughs> I'm just like, really? Yeah. So, not his hair, not his whole face. Right. Not his that terrible. Not his, not his. Not his. governing of an uh, entire nation. Yeah, yeah. No, his mask makes him look silly. But the mask looking look make him look silly while trying. What about I mean, the choice of song? Living like that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shame. I feel like the our leader in chiefs are not sending the right messages to people. Oh, they want those people see it, people that like the people in Boston, you know, um, fighting for their whatever right it is to do mm-hmm. whatever it is they want to do. It's like, but if to see the people who are supposed to be our leaders not leading by example, mm-hmm. I mean, like you can't blame them because first of all, the person, person who's supposed to be making sure we're all safe is not doing that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's so sad that people are not looking to the president. People have been looking to their governors. Right. Well, I mean, I think there's also... That's for Atlanta. They shouldn't have looked to the governor for that. Yeah. Not Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. That. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's part of the power play, right? It's like, oh, like, look at me. I'm not wearing a mask. So go back to work, right? I mean, I think that's part of it, right? Yeah, it's right. the propaganda of the mm-hmm. Republican Party. Because remember we talked about that last week, how they politicized the whole mask wearing thing they could politicize yeah. this virus mm-hmm. right i mean let's just jump in this real quickly sam if you can stay for this topic that would be great and then you know if you have to leave so, so but, uh, let's me, I must, go ahead i'm sorry mike well, i mean i don't know if y'all heard i mean this will probably be like old news by the time this airs on saturday but um like one of his valets tested positive for covid 19 y'all hear about that oh trump's yeah oh of course mm-hmm. they did yep exactly it's like you're telling all these people you have all these old people in your White House, and you have someone tested positive for COVID nineteen. I can't wait to see how this turns out. I have a theory, <laughs> oh, cut, yeah. I have a theory that he been had it, that he had it for a while, right. and was just going around passing it out to everybody. That he gave it to the president of Brazil, and he gave mm-hmm. it to all these other people, <laughs> and oh, was like, spreading it around. And because he has his body so full of toxins from all the Burger King and McDonald's that he ate, that somehow he he's bypassed like you know the being really sick or maybe we can't tell that he's sick because of how he looks and he's still out here getting people sick you know with his with his covid or maybe he's one of who's like a low symptom level and he he can just like have it in his body and he's just passing it around right because he's like i think he has it and he had or he had it and he gave it to a bunch of people oh i believe that i 100 percent believe that. he's giving a bunch of people a lot of things honey uh but speaking of girl with a lot of things miss christie chris christie the former governor of the Jersey, New Jersey. Yeah. He said that um, people need to go, people should go back to work because, uh, you know, they're going to uh, reopen and we're going to have deaths anyway. <laughs> Girls are going to die. 
So might as well just go ahead and uh, and accept it. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, Chris Christie of all people. Let me see. Her voluptuous. Chris Christie of all people, honey. Madame Christie. Mm-hmm. You know. Is not in a position to be taking those kind of risks herself. <laughs> Well, you know, she's not getting no residuals from Orca when she did it back in 78. So, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, so why would she, um, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe she needs to get some more corn, you know. That was not fat shaming. That was just calling him fat. <laughs> but this whole get back to work thing screams of like the same type of language and propaganda that was used during Nazi times. Mm-hmm. And then it's really kind of creepy. And I know it's it's a coincidence, but it's just that there's been so many parallels besides that. Oh, let me so bring the fact it. that they're even using the same type of slogan, time to get better. I don't know. I don't like it. Somebody brought up a very interesting point the other day. I was listening to, I can't remember, it was something on YouTube, child, going through, and I just kind of heard it in earshot, um, that all these places are reopening. Now, this could be just conspiracy. They're opening these places that frequent people of color mm-hmm. as like a social experiment you know to see let's open this place if a bunch of these motherfuckers die we can lose them but you know then we know we got to go ahead and like go back into uh, our quarantine again now i don't know i, I, I might be reaching and all mm-hmm. of that but you know i thought about sitting the open like the barber shops mm-hmm. and the places that just yeah, so long color, bowling alleys. Yeah. Right. places right. that like people of color mm-hmm. often like would run towards mm-hmm. so uh what that's what i was saying what do you think about that and then after some we're going to get Duran's take on that so, so we can hear her uh, well let's see if they open up the golf courses mm-hmm. oh, there it is there you go there, there you go. it is what do you yeah. think miss dalton um, I have to agree with uh, uh, Miss Samantha on that. You know that was perfectly, perfectly said already. But uh, yeah, I just yes, I know this is like a little bit of like conspiracy theory. You know, as a journalist, you know, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to. Do it. But it's just like we 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 know as black people what it is. You know, like I mean, it's been done so many times. We yeah. are. All- I don't want to like jump to conclusions. That's the thing, you know, because I'm yeah, not no, 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 absolutely. But however, you like, it's just mm-hmm. like they are always so willing to sacrifice sacrifice us. So this is nothing new. We've been. Yeah. This is like this whole being in like you know quarantine thing, and people, you know, like we all, everybody went up about you know losing you know access to what we had access to. Right. Uh, what, we, what we were privileged to have access to, but at the same time, black people were kind of like. You know, <laughs> right. and, and we're used to shit like this happening to us. Like we're used to like not having the full access right. to, you know, what we should have access to that every everyone else does. You know, so this is nothing nothing new for us in a sense because we're used to like having to deal deal with shit. Yeah, we've always, we've always been put on the front line and stuff like that. Right, it's but at the same time, I'm gonna need those girls standing in line full lock for some, some shoes. And some bullshit. I'ma go ahead. Let's go ahead and call out messy people. Something you're, you're being messy. Don't take the fucking bait. You're being fucking messy, and don't be out there doing shit like that. Like gathering on the street like crazy to go get some fucking tennis shoes. Come yeah, the fuck on. 
Why are you even wearing because long shoes? Th that's literally going like, oh, look at them. You see, they, they, that's what they want to do anyway. I'm not asking anybody to be a respectable fucking Negro, but it's one thing to look for tennis shoes when the country's fine, but it's another thing during the pandemic to be running out there, right? you know, doing shit like that. Oh, I need my hair done. No, you don't. No one's looking at you. Right. Okay. Uh, I got super rights hair right now. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, that's my power. That's my power hair. Yeah. What's part of the civil rights movement, bitch? <laughs> Black power movement it can be considered its own separate thing. Thank you. My who? Is this one of those they, them, he, she things? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just being messy. I'm just being messy. I'm just being messy. I'm just being messy. I'm just, I'm just, just go back to what we were saying about the thing. I wanted to bring up the point that um, all this talk, especially in Georgia, of opening up all these salons and barbershops, I think it should be noted that at the time of reopening, you know what was not open? The governor's mansion of Georgia. <gasps> That's right. That's really? Right. So, yeah. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know if that's the case at, as of today, but at the time of opening, during that week, they weren't open for tours right. and any kind of public um, visitors. No, that's no, no. right. I remember that was right. a thing. I remember like seeing like on Twitter or something like that. People were like, we want to take right. a tour. Like, why are you going to have all this stuff open? You can't open tours for, for the governor's mm -hmm. office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, um, thing, there's something suspicious going on. Right. That's a clear sign of it. Something in this well, milk ain't clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that one girl like a blood stain on a white dress <laughs> well anyway samantha <laughs> all right hopefully i can be back i want to see what's going on i know thank you for joining us so much bye bye mom bye bye sam see you soon see you soon Okay, guys, we're going to jump to our next topic, which I think is just perfect because it's just us here. So let's talk about um, the Rona rave, honey. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So I guess uh, uh, I, I never seen him in no movies. Um, I, you know, uh, a porn star. Let me go ahead and find okay, let's, his. Let's, let's be clear. He's not a, he's not a star. But yeah. <laughs> a, porn, a porn actor. Yeah. A participant. I don't know. Um, name Ian Frost, this is his name, um, mm -hmm. through a rave at his house. A circuit party, a full-blown circuit party at his house in Hell's Kitchen. I think so. That's where it was, yeah. In Hell's Kitchen. And, of course, you know, I can't even like. Here's the thing about it. Okay, so this is my thought. I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna let you know other mm -hmm. girls go who might know a little bit more about this lifestyle than I do. I ain't gonna call no names. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, first and foremost, okay, no, it's not okay for you to throw a whole entire rave. I can understand if you couple of girls been quarantining, you know, three, four girls. He's like, girl, come, come over for dinner. You know, you can come over, have a little dinner, or have a little dance party, listen to music, you know, do a little blow. You know, I get it. Okay. I get it. 100%. You know, sure. But girl, a whole rave. Now, I'm not trying to be messy, but I'm glad I didn't see no black girl in our audience. I'm not trying to be messy. Right. And, and mm -hmm. number two, you. why do people ever feel the need to always take themselves and put it on the internet. Yes. Uh, no one would ever have known about this. It could have been word of mouth, be like, bitch, I could have, if I was pulled out of a dead line, didn't have anybody in my house. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> I, ability, I had yeah. nobody in my you know, house, bitch. You know, Carmel, you know, Ms. Carmel, it, it's, it's, 
it's honestly just the era that we live in. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that's literally what happens. Like there have been times where girls put cameras in my face and I've like literally snatched it out their hands. Mm-hmm. I've come close. I've done like the gesture. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, you better, you better catch yourself because I don't want to be in your IG story. Right. Yeah. I mean, I that's the thing. That every single moment, every single moment. Like it's just like that. I just well, like Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing too, right? It's like I think the thing that's like this story, like like how much how big how high were you to want to like I think I think according to the article he took like fifty one stories on Instagram? Like girl, girl there are girls there are girls who do that. There are literally girls who do that. I'm just like, who the like, fuck like, do you think is going to go I, all of this? Literally right. I, I would take a picture. I've never done a story before. I would mm-hmm. take a picture of something and like maybe do something of my food. But as far as going to parties and doing that, I don't know something about that just seems crazy because I'm like I'm trying to enjoy the party. Like mm-hmm. I'm taking all this time to do. But do you not find? Correct me if I'm wrong. Either one of you, for me, especially after the birthday party we had, is it not more exhilarating hearing the recap of the story, not even having any visual about how something went down at a particular time? Than it is like having to see a video all the time. Oh, look here. Oh, this. It's like something about someone telling the story, like, oh, bitch, you remember back in 98? Yeah, this bitch had crawled up over there. And she, you know, the, 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 the I mean, joy of that. I don't know. You tell me. I don't no, know. I mean, so, no, I mean, I think there's, there is an art and a, something special about storytelling yes. um, that you just don't get if you watch a video. Because also, like, you know, it's one of those, like, I think for like a lot of videos, it's like you have to be there kind of thing. Right. Um, also, just like bad stories, like some stories, just like I don't get it because I have to be there to get it. Um, but like, I understand having like you know for a regular thing, like yeah, make some stories, like you know, like whatever, like like you know, whatever. But like to have fifty one stories, like right. <laughs> and also, right, this motherfucker, he had, I think he had like twelve thousand followers, or like or twenty thousand followers. Like he had a lot of people following him. What the. What? What? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. But let me tell you right now. I I, I recall like I could not imagine. I, girl, these text messages. I could not imagine. <laughs> inside job. Inside story. I could not imagine like when you know back in '97 when uh, we went to my friend's dorm room and his trick had um snuck in this dorm building and was laying in his bed waiting for him and he didn't know and we opened up that door and he was like girl don't you remember me we just and it was the most hilarious shit and I remember falling on the ground I couldn't imagine like just like, taking the time like oh my god I gotta go get a camera to do all of that it's like that whole moment I don't know if you guys know that story but if you don't know that story I will have to tell you it sometime I mean I think I remember it vaguely but I think I need, I need to refresh. It, it is epic. It is one of the most epic stories ever. Uh, but <laughs> I just think the whole fear of missing out thing is a mess. Anyway, let me just go through one more story here before we go to our music break. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the dear old queen of pop, Madonna, um, who had uh, tested positive for antibodies of COVID-19, because I guess she forgot she was in her 60s. Um, And three days later, she went to a party. So people were, like, dragging her for going to a party after she had tested positive for COVID-19. Not just, she wasn't positive for COVID-19. Doesn't make that right. She had antibodies, which means she already had it. Mm -hmm. And done. So she technically can't go out. So do you think it was responsible or irresponsible? I just think, once again, 
I mean, she's Madonna. People are always going to take pictures of her. But I wouldn't have told girls that, I guess if she didn't tell people she was, um, uh, had antibodies for COVID-19, it would have been like, oh, you're being irrespons irresponsible by going out during this time to a party. So I guess she's damned if you do, damn if you don't, you know, in that sense. What do you think? I don't know, uh, you know. I mean, that's the thing though, right? So like, there's this, there's this whole, like, we just don't know enough about antibodies with COVID-19. Right. Because like, right. typically what happens is if you get something, then like you have antibodies and you're like immune for a set amount of time. But we, one, we don't know, like, it's not clear if that's like, that actually works. And two, right. um, how long it lasts for. So like, it's better to be safe than sorry. Also, there's apparently there's a mutant strain coming out. So that's uh, like even right. worse. That's like, come for the girls. So I'm like, Madonna, like, it just wasn't a good idea, especially like, you, like everyone else is doing Zoom. You could have done that too. Right. Or like or even if like you were like going to break some social distancing, be like, I'm gonna go to the party and I'm gonna like do social distancing, which he didn't do as well. So it's right. just like right. I just don't know. When you have that much money, can you like figure it out? Like I guess you can figure it out. Well, Duran, I wanna get your thought on this for like one minute before we go into the music break real quickly. If you have any thoughts on it. I mean I I pretty much agree with with, with Micah with what Micah just said. Like it's just like there are antibody tests being developed. I think there's some out there technically, um, <laughs> but we just don't know enough about coronavirus for it to really mean anything. You know what I mean? Um, or how long are you protected against, you know, uh, coronavirus? If you do, if it does show up that you have antibodies, or you, does that mean that you're immune for uh, for a few months, for a year, for a few years? Like, what does it all mean? Like, I want to get down to like like all the like i don't know if logistics is the right word to use but i'm going to get That's down right to like logistics yeah of of yeah. this of this virus of this disease and then you know like as uh, as a vaccine or vaccines there's like 87 that are like currently right. being developed um ever since like march or april but yeah like i i just want the logistics to be ironed out in the mm -hmm. coming months because that's going to be that's going to be like the determining factor if if we get to reopen if if you can test for it and and learn if you know because you have antibodies girl you're gonna be all right <laughs> that means you already mm -hmm. had it you'll be fine for this period of time you know we need to know we actually do need these answers answered so mm -hmm. that's kind of where I'm at with it but it's just we just need more answers pretty much okay well we're gonna do our little music break right now and Micah has picked uh, stuff by Adele and we're actually going to discuss Adele when we're done with this um, mm -hmm. uh, music break so you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn There's a fire starting in my heart reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark Thank you. 
to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, y'all, that was Miss Adele doing Rolling in the Deep, Skyfall, and Chase and Pavements, correct? Yes, that's correct. All right, so... Yeah, so Miss Adele recently has had a very different look mm-hmm. uh, than uh, usual. 
So, uh, and she doesn't post that much on her Instagram, but she recently posted something on her Instagram mm -hmm. and it got people talking. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Ms. Duran tell us about it because, you know, this is her, this is what she do. This is what she does, right. you know, during the day. So, Ms. Right. Duran. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mr. Ron. Hmm? Where are you, Mr. Ron? Hello. Oh, he still have his mic. I'm going to unmute his mic. Can I, unmute? I cannot unmute his mic. I don't oh, know where he is, but... He's here, but I don't know where she went. Oh, there. God. Okay. Of course. He's Hello. Of course. He vanished. He vanished. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what that is. Well, well, I, I guess we should... You can talk about it, Micah, because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess I'm, the, I'm the rumor pop culture queen right now. So. No, you're the pop culture queen. We're not going to make you rumored. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so her birthday was this past week, which was also one of the reasons why we wanted to pick this music. And for her birthday, she posted a photo of her um, stinty. <laughs> Apparently, she yeah, lost that's... over she lost over hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is skinty. Um, like really, it, yeah. really skinny. Mm -hmm. Apparently, she did it um, for her child. Um, she just wanted, I guess, for you know any number of reasons, but she wanted to be like a healthier way for her child. That's why she did it. Um, right. I, a lot of people do that. I think she was when she got to uh, when she released uh, twenty five. I thought that was a nice weight. Mm -hmm, I thought so too. She had uh, she had a nice figure. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought she looked really, really, really good. She still kind of has her figure, so she didn't really lose her figure by getting uh, yeah. thing. I guess that's she did it naturally because when you do things naturally and you know you yeah. got all that money, you get that. Mm -hmm. But the thing that is interesting about it is so people were saying like, you know, is her music going to change now? Mm -hmm. Is the look going to change now? Like I, <laughs> that was a, a funny ass meme where they were showing. Um, what you gonna call it? Uh, people uh, uh, at their impersonations filing for unemployment. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. Yes, <laughs> that was absolutely hysterical. I was like, that? "Oh, this is so crazy," you know. Mm -hmm. But what do you think? I mean, I well, you know, I think like the, the big question, of course, is the, is like I think the easiest comparison is like the Luther Vandross thing, right? Like Luther Vandross right. went skinny like his voice changed, right? And like, do you, you know, we gotta be careful of that. We don't want that, you know, for our, for our singers that we love so much. Um, right. So, but you know, at the same time, like, uh, I think it's gonna be interesting. I, I think the, the question too is like, you know, it sucks to like, not as like, all I'm gonna talk about, like, I think it's gonna be like, coming up soon. And it's like, what happens? Like, is that gonna be the center of conversation is her week? Supposed to her music, you know, like what right. does she do? I mean, I think that if she wants to try, I'm, I'm all about singers um, trying other things new. Like if she decides she wants to do something a little bit more hip, mm -hmm. a little bit more um, not so like um, dredge music. Even though it's mm -hmm. made her famous, but I think like I don't know if she's going to lose a lot of her audience because a lot of her audience were big women. It's not even so much that she was she was white. Her lot of her audience were big women, and she had mm -hmm. a lot of women of color. Like, you know, that were bigger women that mm -hmm. kind of loved her in that fact that she wasn't occupying the space of, like, you know, appropriation or anything like that. So it's going to be very interesting to mm -hmm. see how other people react to uh, what she's going to do. And I guess it's also going to depend if the music is great or not. Right. Uh, anyway, I mean, we're Go ahead, Micah. I mean, she could GMH. I mean, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if she, like, pulls, like, a 
she tries to go into Ariana Grande's lane for a minute. She just like scoots over and be like, so I can do dance music too now. <laughs> what about that it? That would be interesting to see her try to go in that lane. Right. Actually, I will, I will love a, a, like a dance torch song. I'm not even going to lie. There she is. <laughs> you have to lead this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, well, no one told you to do, put me down to lead this conversation. Uh, I, I, I really had to take that phone call, and I wasn't trying to have it run over. But yeah. well, anyway, sorry. we're going to go into the second hour. You can give your opinion into further detail when we get back. So, okay. uh, you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Look at God. Getting merch. I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. what I did there. I appreciate it. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing whatever. the most. All right. What, I want. what is happening? What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. This is the fuck you mean. Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, y'all, welcome back to Queer State of Mind, honey. Uh, Call me about 10.15 tonight, it'll be messy at my house. But (laughs) but uh, Inside joke, y'all, but... um, it's not quite messy yet. Uh, so, Duran, back to you. So, I want to get your full opinion on this thing with Adele, since this is the work you do. Shade. No, that was no shade. That's the I work know. you do. Um. So, like about Adele losing like um, weight or like her. What new do you look? think, as a person, just in general? So, if you are writing an article about Adele losing her weight and the connection to her music, about how what you think is like going forward. What would you write in your article or your blog post or your website post for your company? Well, you know, like, um, it would have to be, like, something that's more, you know, binary if I was to write about it. Just just to clarify, like, it would have to be data-driven. But um, I think just, like, my, my really, this is just, like, my opinion on the, the situation. Like, I'm happy for her if she's small i'm happy for her if she's big it's all her damn prerogative um i think adele was amazing you know um with those first three albums and she fit a certain like aesthetic um and i do agree that she has catered to a variety of actually uh of different audiences but i do think that when an artist reaches a certain like point in their career so and like you make it to like the heights of success that Adele has made it to with just three albums. Um, I think that the the it's, everything has been cemented for her. So it's going to be about like the music and how people are able to connect with the music. Like if she's making music that is connectable, relatable, then and it's good music. I think people will will eat that right up because she's like she's one of the queens of this. Of this um, of this generation of this era of the like the last uh, ten years. 
yeah, one of the queens of current queens of pop, you know, like yeah, she's I one mean, of the defining queens of of this era. She's like, and she's the most distinct from all the other queens from mm-hmm. Rihanna and Beyonce, from Lady Gaga, uh, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and Ariana Grande. They're all queens too. Um, she's like the most distinct from and Nicki, Nicki Minaj as well, because now there's a whole new, you know, array of female rappers who have come out since you know Nicki Minaj rose to prominence a decade ago. Crazy. And yes. Like, so yeah, th- those were all the queens, and she's like the most distinct away from like all the rest of the pop queens because she's really like she's doing soul music, she's doing pop soul music, uh, and she's doing like a lot of torch songs that are you know piano based or you know focus on acoustics or whatever it is. Uh, and I think if she decides that's what she's going to continue to do because that's Mother's Lane, and it's good she's making good music, and it's just like a continuation of like. What, what would it be, 29, 30? I think it's probably going to be 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think 30, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, she's she's going to be fine. But if she also decides to go to, like, the dance route, I don't think it will be Ariana Grande. I think it will be dance music on the level of adult contemporary, if that makes sense. Mm. Well, I know what you're trying to explain right now is what we're like gonna to be- call... Yeah, it's going to be like, you know, it's not going to be necessarily for the young, young girls. It's going to be for the millennials and, you know, zenials and the older millennials, zenials. Um, the girls in their 30s plus, basically. Like, I think Ariana Grande is still making music for girls wow. under the age of 30, even though we still love the music because we love pop music. It's the, I think the people that are in that right now are 25 or younger. They're basically her age. She's like I a, think- Go ahead, Theron, I'm sorry. No, no, you go, you go. Um, I think that the only type of dance music that Adele can make is dance ballads, mm-hmm. um, which is a genre that was very, very famous in the early 90s. And um, Actually, yes. Kind of made a kind of, sort of made a brief comeback in the uh, 2000s. Uh, oh, yeah. If you don't know what a dance ballad is, it's a song that... Um, Actually, it's a dance song, but it reads as a ballad, like right. like uh, "Stay the Night" by Zed. Mm-hmm. It's very much it, the ballad version of the song is better than the dance version of the song, but it actually started as a dance song. But all these songs, these guys, oh, the Donna Summer, anything Donna Summer has done, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's the ballads, you know, like "Heaven," I, 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 uh, I, all that stuff. I th- I think I see her doing like. I actually see her doing more dance ballads, more uh, power ballads, more. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the evolution of Adele. I, and I also, like, a, a dance torch song. Like, I mean, like, that, dance, that in that's a sense... That's what a dance ballad is. Yeah, yeah. Like, a da- like, that's what I mean, like, by dance ballad. Like, um, it doesn't always have to be, like, a torch song. But, you know, like, when it is a dance ballad, well, it can be, like, a love song, too, you know. Or it's just a song a, about partying. I'll say mm-hmm. this. She's not, for me, and before we go into our uh, um, throwback track, she's not a... She's not a well, people are going to not agree with this, but she does not have a powerful voice for the type of dance music that is like mm-hmm. dance, dance music. That's like right. the Jennifer, that's like Jennifer Hudson, you know, like mm-hmm. hardcore Long. dance music, like Martha yeah. Walsh, you know, that's like, those are like vocal powerhouses house. Right. I think if she does something more dancing, it will be, it, like I said, it will be more along the line, line of something that starts, like if you ever heard the song Melody of Heaven by Donald Summer, it's like the perfect thing. Melody of love. Melody of love. 
yes, yes. Melody yeah. of love. Yeah. That is coming. What else think of? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that. Just more of that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, enough about Adele Girl. Congratulations and all of that. So, Michael, would you tell us what our throwback track is? Um, so, uh, you know, we want to, you know, at least have one more song that's about quarantine and medicine and stuff. So I did Dr. Doctor by the Thompson Twins. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> man. Yes. Um, yeah, so we'll play that. Um, you listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Yes. I saw you there Just standing there
Right, Hunty. That was cute. Right? I forgot about that song. It's nice. You know, I love me some 80s new wave girl. It's cute. I love I, I love 80s new wave music. It's like one of my favorites. We should do that Thanks. next week. We should do some new wave. Just the entire, I mean, the entire oh, episode. Oh, honey. New wave. I, but, you know, specifically, I like 80s male new wave. Ooh. Yeah, okay. a lot. Like a, a lot of like the men's songs and stuff like that. I mean, I do so, love me uh, some Go West. Oh, yes. Go West. No, that's not it. No, man. <laughs> no one wants that. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. All right. Well, let's continue talking. Now. We're going to talk about a few topics that are not very, like, happy and or messy because, like I said, we're still in Miss Rona, so we still got to, like, report stuff. So mm-hmm. we're going to start with in Puerto Rico. Yes. Uh, let me get to the article here. Um, there were... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, let me find There were two trans women that were found in a car set on fire. Oh, my God. Yep. And let me find their names so we can say their names because, you know, they mm-hmm. deserve to be put out there. So um, the two transgender women that were found in the car was Layla, I think, Peleas is how you pronounce it. I could be wrong. 21. And Serena Angelique Velasquez, which was 32, were found inside a charred Hyundai Elantra on April 22nd in the city of Humacio on Puerto Rico's eastern coast. And they arrested two uh, gentlemen, um, one by the name of um, Juan Carlos Pigan Bonilla and his 19-year-old Sean Diaz de Leon. Um, were taken to custody. I mean, we just want to say their name and just please know that. And all jokes aside, you know, I make jokes here by everybody within the community. Um, but in all seriousness, you know, because we need to look out for our trans brothers and sisters and everybody out there that is being hunted and killed. And with that being said, also Mr. Ahmed uh, Mood uh, Asbury that was jogging along the um, road and that was pretty much hunted mm-hmm. uh, and the, the, I don't there were two of them and they felt the need to shoot him yeah the you could have just taken out the gun and pointed it at him and I think that would have you know <laughs> de-escalated the situation if that was the case but the one thing I do like about the story the story had since the video came out the story has broken out and I saw the picture of the guys who did it I'm like you're gonna get yours I'm not saying it promoting any violence or sending hate anywhere, you know. But I mean if you want to throw a burrito at her on the street, I won't be mad about it. Okay. You know, yeah, no, man. You know, it's you know, you're exercising while black, you know, and it's like that's now you can die. Like Right. What the fuck? You know? Um, that's the thing. Yeah. So um we're still finding the cases. I mean it's you know, it is it happened yeah. in February, um, but it's now finally getting the attention that it deserves. Um, right. And I think, you know, as we go in for the episodes, we'll definitely talk more about it. Um, right. But yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, a mess. It, it's a mess. So on to the next story. So there was a young lady who lives in uh, Missouri, the state that um, our dear Duran Dalton's from, uh, Missouri, Missouri, um, who was actually got shot in the head by like a stray bullet or something while studying in her room. What? Um, she's oh yes, yes, honey, yes. Her name was Jasmine K. Johnson. She's a graduating uh, University of Missouri journalism student, mm-hmm. girl from your school. 
Uh, and she was frequent, a frequent flyer on the Dean's List, a storyteller, and music lover, to say hi ever one morning. Her life was changed, and she wanted to check her daughter, and there was a bullet that went through her ear and stuff, and, and it was in her head, still in her head, and they actually rushed her to, she had one of her brain rushed her to uh, the hospital, airlifted her, and she is kind of sort of stable now, but she is fighting for her life, so she's not dead. You know, and, and uh, she's not dead. And I mean, it just goes to show this shit is so crazy. I mean, when I heard that, I said, well, I thank God I don't have no windows. The only thing is like a piece of a bird can fall on me from my sky window. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Duran, this is your this is your school, right? Yes. Okay. Do you have anything to say about that? A young lady that was actually in your school of journalism. Yeah, it's just, you know, the whole thing is just sad. Like... I don't even know what to say. Like, oh, straight bullets. They're just uh, any fucking bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I mean, so I don't obviously don't know that campus that well. Like, I'm assuming it's not like, is it like in a quote unquote rough neighborhood or like, like, no. Would, no Probably so. not. No, she don't think it was a rough neighborhood. I think it was just maybe a, a middle class neighborhood. Just to say the least, lower middle class is best. Might be upper middle class. You know, who knows? You know, you know, we do it's live Missouri, everywhere, y'all. So it can technically be uh, uh, be mixed. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I might have missed this part. Was she on campus or off campus? No, she was in her house. At okay. home. she's not on campus because it's due to Corona. Oh, gotcha. Right. I mean, like, does she live? Does she live on campus? I guess is what I was trying to figure. No, she doesn't live on campus. She's literally not in the dorm at all. She's yeah. at home. Oh, gotcha. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's literally yeah. in your house, and that happens, which is kind of sad. Well, we'll follow up on the story, and I hope she um, gets. Yeah, let's please follow up on this. I hope better she gets about better, that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, moving on, we're going to talk about. I'm going to save this other topic uh, for the next the next segment. So, so y'all know Wendy's going to stop serving hamburgers, y'all, because it ain't no meat. Right. I heard about that. Yes. Go ahead, Micah. No, because like their whole thing, if y'all follow the ads, the whole thing is like we're 100% fresh. So yes. like McDonald's, they don't freeze their stuff. So because of that, there's only so much meat to go around. <laughs> right. Mm. So, so I mean, I haven't eaten at Wendy's in a long time. I usually just get chicken nuggets from there or a wrap. Mm-hmm. I try to stay away from uh, fast food burgers even though every now and then, um, if you were to see me today, you would think that a bitch was living at Wendy's. Um, <laughs> but um, that is crazy. You know, when this thing started, me and my roommates were very uh, smart in the fact that we actually went to a meat market and stocked up on meat. Mm. And so we, we were just talking, we we're fully stocked on what we need to eat as far as that, as that goes. Well, you guys like big Wendy's people? I actually like Wendy's. Wendy's, as far as the burger joints, Wendy's was it Wendy's McDonald's Burger King. Wendy's was actually my favorite when it came to burgers and chicken sandwiches. Oh, I love burgers. I, guess I like Wendy more. No, the chicken. Yeah, the chicken so good. I, Wendy's was about the chicken for me. Like they all were kind of like eh on like the burgers. To be honest with you, uh, I think they all have their moments, and then just both you know, positive and negative. But uh, Wendy's, like the chicken, like the chicken sandwiches. Whether it's home style or spicy, or even chicken nuggets. They have to be fresh, though, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
so good. And the Frosties, and then obviously the fries have improved. Oh, the fries are so good. Their, their fries are fine. They gotten so much better over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like the I would I would still go to Wendy's and get that. Totally. Also, I will say their baconator sandwich, quite tasty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, oh. is that that is good. Yeah, I have had that, and I've, I I'm gonna tell a little tell a little piece of my tea. Oh mm-hmm. God, it's gonna be dry. No one can use it. Go ahead. <laughs> I I would order Wendy's on DoorDash frequently <laughs> back in the day uh, mm-hmm. when I was using DoorDash like that. So I'm very familiar with her, um, and I would get you know like the four for four, and then like. I would get like multiple items. I'm not even gonna fucking lie. In a frosty and a drink and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, it's it's it you it's a free delivery after twelve dollars. You know what I mean? So you had to like make it at least twelve to fifteen dollars, I think, in order to get that free delivery. So <laughs> the tea. You see, I thought she was about to say, girl, I used to fuck a man at Wendy's and he used to bring me back the free burgers and stuff. And, you know, I used to get that with him to bring the extra frosting. You know, he used to live by my house. You know, I used to fuck him all the time and go get. I thought that was the tea you were about to give him, not you order DoorDash, bitch. <laughs> well, well, you know, what you, you, you dry uh, shit is that? You said it was going to be dry and you was right. So you should be happy. Oh, every time I got some tea, I'm like, Yo, you don't, you're not going to spill no tea on yourself, girl. If you just said I was pregnant last week and had an abortion, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this tea. <laughs> well, you're going to be like, you know what? Last week, I went past the White Castle and I thought about getting a burger. Like, tea, bitch, that's the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. in, in the era of a, of a piece of pandemic, yes, that's the tea. Yes. Oh. Yes. Anyway, I actually like Wendy's burgers very, very much. So, but I hope that. <laughs> You know, actually, for the people who work at the food plants and stuff, I hope this actually starts to get a little better for them so they're able to do something, you know, going on. So we're going to go into a few topics about our people. Oh, Micah, did you have something to say? Um, actually, I was just wondering. Um, I mean, because I know, like, the whole food supply thing is real. Um, I was wondering, are you all, like, considering more vegetarian options or... Moving on. Foremost, what you're not gonna do is call me fat on this show. It's not what you're gonna. You're not gonna do that because you know, all sitting here, I tell your face, girl, you got a little quieter and softer in your voice when you said vegetarian. I did not like that. And you, I see you, bitch. And you know what? Yes, I have because, like I said, my roommate told me today that you know my first trail master was looking nice and the baby was healthy. So therefore. Yeah, also, I actually thought about the vegetarian stuff because I like vegetarian food. I don't like vegan food necessarily, but I like vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. I have to give uh, Karma her her tins, you know, and she will always remind me. <laughs> she uh-huh. made me a piece of meal and dropped it off in my doorstep. Yeah, hey Karma, have you ever thought about maybe starting up your own like food delivery business? You know, actually, I did think about that. Karma's Kitchen. Yes. The KKK, yes. Karma's Kitchen, the, K- the KKK, oh, bitch, could you imagine? Uh, uh, well, not, to, like that. not to put anything out there, but um, this this thing that I'm working on with one of our friends uh, might lead into that. So, you know, I mean, we've been talking. Girl, yeah. you better uh, copyright something. You already said it out loud. So you better, right, get that, get about that URL, better get that, that yeah. Instagram. Girl, name. I have many names. It can take that one if it want to, girl. I can, I, I'll use my original name itself. I'm not going to say it on air, but <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But I'm working with a friend right now who we're developing something. I'm not going to say what it is because we're just in the development. Right. You got your bike and everything. You can go riding around the city just dropping off meals. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm thought about just doing that. So you know, Shady but bitch. 
This not shady shit. What shady about that vegetarian option, girl? I'm telling you. Whenever, shady about both. <laughs> whenever a girl says something, she goes, "Have you ever tried to consider vegetarian options?" You know, when she gets softer like that, <laughs> it's like she know what the hell she doing. You know, go, oh, girl, don't you want some water instead of that sweet tea? <laughs> you know, those girls. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, speaking of the girls, let's talk about something just a little bit more jovial. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tunisia. It's the first Arab country to recognize gay marriage. Which is amazing. Which is our brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm about to feel real stupid because I know Tunisia is in Africa, but I just don't remember where. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, is it right. east? Is it more east or is it more north? No, I think it's more north because it's, it's near Algeria. Not, not I think Algeria? Yes, yes, it's more north. You're absolutely right. That's why it makes sense there. The, the Arab country, North Africa, you know, in essence, it's a lot of... Yeah, so um, it borders um, Algeria and Libya. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, that's that's huge. It's really huge. Yeah. That's huge. I got to look at tickets to Tunisia after um, this thing. Um, See, here she go. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, let's look at tickets, girl. <laughs> I'm sure they got a Wendy's there and we can door dash it. So. <laughs> Ah, so that would have been t- I had a Wendy's in Tunisia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the tea right there. Let's I don't come, make- okay. let's come on. Just let me live, okay? Let me live. I can let you live, but whenever a girl volunteer, she's gonna spill some tea up by herself, and I bet you go ahead and bring me some water. I'm so damn sorry you did that. Also, um, just to well, call me Michelle Williams then. Why? Which, which Michelle, the actress or the singer? You know which one's Michelle. <laughs> Don't play. Are you talking about Michelle Williams or Michelle Williams of Destiny Child? Because you know Michelle Williams of Destiny Child is a white woman. The Michelle Williams. Oh, the regular Michelle Michelle Williams. Talking about the uh, okay. Yeah, water. Like I'm I'm serving you, Michelle Williams. Oh, I got it. Because well, girl, the name of her album. Anyway, I'm putting a comb in my beard. But what were you saying, Michael Peterson? I mean, I was going to say just for the story. So, um, homosexuality is still illegal. And it seems like marriage is not yet permitted, but they recognize marriage. So if um, the, peop- the the two individuals, it was a Tunisian man and a Frenchman, and they got married. And their, their marriage was recognized in France, and now it was, um, but now um, it's recognized in Tunisia as well. Wow. So it's, I mean, so it's more them. like they're recognizing other, they're, re- they're recognizing other countries. Oh, other places. That would make sense. That, that means that girls better scoot on over there, girl. You can get it. Get go to Egypt, get in a piece of car, girl, and drive to Spain. For those of you who don't know geographically, Spain and Egypt are like connected, so you can technically drive to another continent. So you know, I don't know if you went to school or not, but you can do that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, so anyway, let's talk about the colonization of ball culture. Don't Wait, you dare, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> the colonization of ball culture. Like, <laughs> that's in the balls. Don't, don't bring her up. Like, don't, don't, get her, get her, get her, get her, get Oh, gosh, girl, because you knew I was like, yes, like because no. I was you like, can't, what? You can't help yourself, girl. You can't help yourself. <laughs> I know. It's okay. That's why I said You, you got to understand that was too good to not to not react to. <laughs> you react to it. I just didn't want you to say anything out your mouth. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to look at you. Obviously, I don't have to say anything. No. Right. Well, are you drinking or not? Are you no, drinking me. beer? Oh, I okay. No, not you, Micah. I know you're drinking. Well, I, will, no, I need to get a refill. Um, but so I'm, I'm, gonna get, 
The article in our rundown is a wrong link. Is it a wrong link? Oh, oh, I did that twice. <laughs> well, anyway, let this long story short. <laughs> why are you laughing? Like, why you bring your whole eye to the camera? <laughs> I mean, she's just like, bring her, oh, God, you know, we need to videotape this one time and actually post this on actually, our page. We, actually, when we record it, it's automatically records the video, so. Well, but don't use this video, girl. You're not going to make sure it'll clean up my home and oh, stuff, yeah, make yeah, it look yeah. nice, What's you know, stuff question? like that. After I, after I become vegetarian, then you can post it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm going to ask the DoDash Wendy's tonight, so, you know, tonight I'm not vegetarian. <laughs> See how I brought that around? <laughs> um, anyway, but pretty much what they're saying is ball culture has become mainstream because like these white folks are doing like a watered down version of the things that people have been doing ball cultures for years and years and years. Now I was never a member of the ball of the balls, but I've been to a few balls and a few parties and stuff like that. But it was so, such a very specific culture, subculture within the community and specifically within the, the queer people of color community. Um, in that sense. And now you see it everywhere. Like, you know, Anna Winter, they had a whole ball at the Met. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this whole thing that everyone wants to be like a, like, the balls now are like a thing. Like, you got like celebrities, Anjali, and you got these big people going, big people throwing balls, the Rihanna. So it's like, it's this whole big thing. And and there's a, within that a lot of the drag uh, terminology and the ball terminology have been uh, uh, colonized also. So what do you guys think? I mean, I, I I don't have a problem with people recognizing things. I just like people to know what they're doing. Because if I, mean, I don't know what they're doing, though, no, you can say, "Oh my God, it's a death drop. That's a death drop. Oh, that's mm-hmm. such a plan." But if you don't know, it's actually called a dip. You know, because language just evolved, but it's mm-hmm. actually a dip. Right, right. You know, right. in that sense, you know, you know, if you know what it is, then you can. Part- I think you can participate in the. What do you think? I mean, I think we're seeing it like where when any time a queen does a dip, everyone calls it a death drop, and it's like that's not a death drop, right? Like, it's, yeah, that's not what it, a just wrong word. And two, even if there was a quote unquote death drop, that's definitely not it, right? Um, right. And like, I think it's watering down. The and and the whole shablam thing that was just a vocal representation of what it was. And then when, when it goes to shablam, shablam, it actually was you know it was just literally the the, the language of what the dramatics of it. The oh, dramatics yeah. where the song was going, you know exactly. You know, mm-hmm. but the See, whole my thing, thing is, I I uh, sorry, just really quickly, I just feel like I'm always for people recognizing and appreciating something, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to participate in it because it's just you're not necessarily in it. You know, you can enjoy the art of it, but you're not, unless you are in it and you're willing to learn the craft, don't co-opt it. Like, it's just so much co-optation. And then like, then these girls go off and they do this shit mainstream and it is this watered down, whitewashed version of it, you know? So it's it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. I don't necessarily dislike that. The only thing I dislike is the fact that number one, hire the people who started it, or just make sure you recognize where it came from. Like, you can be like, okay, I'm doing like a light version of like what you might call a ball, but you'd be like, look. But that's what I'm saying. Him, Madonna did Vogue. This, Madonna did but Vogue. But it was recognized. She, it was recognized and she used, you know, people within the, she, so that's what of, I mean. It's fine. Yeah, she was one of the producers of, uh, of Pastors Burning too. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah. And so it's fine. Yeah. 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 She's one of the producers of it. Yeah. She's one of the, one of the executive producers of Paris is Burning. Yep. So, but wow. it's, that's the way you take, that's the way you take something that is here 
and, and do it there. You know, she never claimed it to be her. She never said mm-hmm. she was the one that started it. You know, she might have brought it into mainstream in that way. But, you know, it was more, it's just interesting now because you have artists out there like Tiana Taylor and people who are doing more things that are towards the ballroom house, you know, mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. that pussy type of, you know, that WTP type of stuff. But there's a lot of people out here just, you know, just doing some, some asses. Right. That's all they do. That's all they know. It's like, you know, you're just watering it down, right? Like you're making it not, it's like, you know, it's like people who like really want Mexican food and they decide to go to Taco Bell. And it's like, yeah, Taco Bell's good for me. I really, I really love uh, Mexican food and I love Taco Bell. I do differentiate. Yeah, of course. But you know what's so funny? People who are, Micah, you can attest to the people who are actually educated about that. They will say, Mm -hmm. girl, I feel like some Mexican food. And then they'd be like, girl, I feel like some Taco Bell. They, they would literally separate the two. Exactly. Like, I'm going to Taco Bell. I feel like Taco Bell. And they'd be like, oh, I feel like some Mexican food. Let's go to this Mexican joint. We're not going to go to Taco Bell. And, and, and y'all know me well enough to know. That's me. Right. Like, I crave right. Taco Bell. And that's not, you know, I want, sometimes I want authentic Mexican food, which I will make myself sometimes, but I also right. enjoy some Taco Bell. It's beat. Right. Unless you want a Chalupa. Right. Well, before, um, yeah, so anyway, long story short, let's talk about something very, very um, positive before we take our second music break. So uh, two black men um, won Pulitzer Prizes yes. um, in the arts um, this year. I mean, like, big, very, very big deal. So let me scroll up here and see the name. So uh, i got to make this it's large super here. Huge. Super, super huge. Um, yeah. If you can get it there before it's, me, um, Jericho to... Brown was voted was awarded a Pulitzer Prize in Poetry. Ooh, he's fine too. Um, for his collection titled "The Tradition," and Michael R. Jackson um, was won a Pulitzer Prize for his drama for his critically acclaimed off-Broadway musical "A Strange Loop." And these are two black gay men. Let me be very specific. Two black gay men too. Yes, two black gay men won um, the Pulitzer Prize, and that's a win for us, which is really mm-hmm. really nice and good to see. You know, in that sense, because. I mean, for a long time, I think we've been doing very great works that have not been recognized at all. And I'm going to say this much, in this day and time, I wish that there was some way, I guess it, it serves purpose that something like Noah's Ark mm-hmm. could be revamped because that would make a great HBO show, like in the thing of Insecure. I'm going to talk about that. Then we're going to talk about yes. Insecure later. But that would be a great, you know what I mean? That'd be a great mm-hmm. platform for the type of black gay men, and I hate to say this, it's going to sound crazy, the type of black gay men that I identify with mm-hmm. as an you know, artist and funny, you know, because we have many layers. We're not all the same in that sense. I'm sure people just think we all, all have very varied interests, but we do have a specific uh, line of interest because we are all black in this country and people get that confused for everybody being the same. <laughs> yeah. You know, in that sense. But anyway, Mike, I will let you introduce what our throw not throwback our um second break music is before we sure. go to it um so um one of the suggestions that sam brought up with the song can't get enough by lion babe um and from there i kind of like fell into this like little rabbit hole a little bit so i picked all songs from the new season of insecure which i know we'll talk about so okay. tuesday feeling by blood orange um featuring tanache i believe um tasha yes yeah and then tiptoes featuring quavo by sawidi Quavo and Sawaidi. Sawaidi, yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Chick from the West Coast, light skin, baby hairs, but she do the most. She like to bounce that ass on her tippy toes. She even tried to make me eat her out before I stroke. She get evil, deadly down a needle. Think I need her, treat her like a needle. Pricey little bitch, icy little bitch. Put it in her one time, now she fine about my dick. Hello, now they calling about that shit. Had to throw some bitches off, cause they trying to sink the ship. Her titties soft and that pussy got that grip. She said I spin it in the strip club. Why can't I spin it here? South, nigga. This nigga from the south yes. Before I let him hit I had to put it in his mouth Splish, splash, uh-huh Pussy never on a drought Put him in the doghouse Then fuck up his bank account All cash, uh-huh Nigga spend it on me Real bitch with the shit He depending on me uh-huh. Icy wifey like it rocky So he take me out to Rocky All these bitches try to cop me But he know he never saw me Uh-huh na 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 This nigga brought me Gucci And Prada to die Uh-huh yeah. I'ma ride to die the made back, giving sloppy ties. Hold on, is these windows tinted? Yeah. They got you the brand new AP, it's frosted. I did get with her choke, baby, and your bossy. She dropped it to the float, crazy, and I lost it. Later on that night, found out the pussy was fossil. Slide down her back, she got incredible arches. Hit it deep, it beat box, but it's no biz market. Blunt lace front, make a black eye collar. And she from the base, she goes right every morning. Yeah. Cocaine and tiptoes, ride it like the whip stuff. Benji's in my bra, with my titties need a lift up. Prezzy on my windows, prezzy in my wrist foes. Fucking on that pussy like a Cuban Monte Cristo. Get nasty with it. If a bitch talking shit, I get a ratchet with it. Five fans on my nails, so I'm classy with it. And if a bitch walking funny, you know daddy did it. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my roll on. Got that super soaker, so he had to put this coat on. That's an icon, taking off my bama. Level couche, I've been more, I put a show on. Cocaine and zip toes, ride it like the whip scope. Benji's in my bra, titties need a lift up. Prezzy on my windows, Prezzy in my wrist froze. Fucking on that pussy like a Cuban Monte Cristo. Hope you don't know when I cry Hope you don't miss me at night Hope that you don't Hope that you thought this was right I've been around and around I'm in denial
with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash QSOM or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now let's get back in a queer state of mind. That was yes, that was cute. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. I wasn't mad at that at all. That was some good songs. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Nice little Neo Soul. Well, thank you, Insecure, because their soundtrack's fire. They, like, whoever's, like, on their they team. They should be playing bops. They're playing all the bops. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, yes, actually, like, yeah, it's also, it's like, if you're on Spotify, they actually have, like, they actually have an official Insecure playlist that has every single song they, they play in the show. So, it's great. Yes, I'm sure they have another platforms too, but I know for a fact they have on Spotify. <laughs> No, no, that was really nice. Vanessa Williams' daughter, Lion Babe, was really good. Oh, she's everything. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to our next topic um, real quickly here. So I want you guys to, I'll let you guys start because i got to do something real quickly here. So these um, bros peeing on themselves challenge. What do you think about that? Bros peeing on themselves? Yes. These white boys are just bored out of quarantine and peeing on themselves. Wait, hold up. I need to. I don't think I heard about this. Hold on. Oh boy. Oh, oh there. Read it. Yes, I'm reading it right now. So it's on the New York Post. So um, this is a. They're 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 bored. So it's called, yeah, it's called a hashtag Pee Your Pants Challenge. And just guys, you say pictures of themselves with piss dripping down their leg. <laughs> so about insecure. <laughs> Because, um, wow. What we're not going to do is talk about like real shit that's happening in the motherfucking world and go to this nonsense. Right. Mm. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Oh my God. Yeah. I just thought the whole thing was just ridiculous and nasty. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all that needs to be said about that. I mean, we have better I thought, things what are you doing. I mean, don't y'all have anything else better to do than piss on yourself? No. <laughs> like, you're going to ruin your clothes? Like, 
like literally standing there and peeing on themselves. Also, hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna piss on myself because I, I, I something I, you know, I thought I finished. I okay, you're breaking up a little bit. Oh, sorry. So, like, I'm gonna pee on myself. It's gonna be an accident not because I did it on purpose. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, it's a hot mess. Damn. 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 Well, gotta love, gotta love twenty twenty one year olds being stupid. Right. Well, anyway, let's talk about Insecure. Mm. Um, have you been watching Duran, Micah? Yep, oh, yeah, I'm all caught up. Mm-hmm. I'm so caught up. So what do you think, Duran? Um, about the last episode. Okay, so I watched three episodes in one, so it all is kind of merged <laughs> together. Can you like tell me where the last episode left off? Oh, it was about Molly and uh, her boyfriend's relationship, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah. think... Okay, so a few weeks ago, I was talking about Molly and how she's struggling. I don't want to say struggling to progress, but, you know, like how she's like set in her way, set in the vision of what she wants. And I have to say, Mother has shown a lot of um, evolution in the sense she... She's getting read by Issa, and she's reading Issa back, to be fair. But she's getting read by uh, by Issa, saying, like, oh, damn, girl, you just don't want to be happy. Like, you always find something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I will say that with this current guy that she's with, um, she's really taking the the steps forward to making things work. But not in a sense of, like, making things work in a sense of, like, oh, it's just not working, and it's a sign that it's just not going to work, but making, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, really not, you know, like, just, like, things that need to be better communicated, making sure that she's doing her part and making sure that that happens. And and other than the fact that in this last episode, I believe it was the last episode, she was really consumed with work, and she was under the impression, she's like, oh, yeah, my man, he's fine with it. He's um, very supportive of, you know, what I have going on work-wise and it turns out after they had a conversation about it that wasn't necessarily the case and that mm-hmm. they needed to work in spending more time together and she was very much so open about that that's the word i'm looking yeah. for it's not even about communication because i think that's what she really wants uh it's about the openness to things and the openness to work through things when problems yeah. do arise because i think the old old molly would have been like uh no he ain't worth my time right Totally. And I think it's also like, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure we've all been there. Like that one scene where, where uh, Molly and Issa, like they're shooting jabs at each other and it was like yep. super serious. It was just like, like right. we've all been there. Right. And it's just like, yeah, girl. Like, and, like how That's do you. Brown, we know. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it's like that important question, right? Like when do you stop taking those jabs so seriously and recognize that something else is going on and you need to address it? Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season progresses. But sometimes it, it can- I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. Like, oh, no, 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 go sometimes for it. Go it is serious. It is serious, right? Oh, yeah, like, it's totally. like it's speaking to like the, I guess, the larger issue. Like, I guess maybe this is what you were getting at. Like, the larger issue of what's happening within mm-hmm. that particular friendship. But sometimes, like, the jabs are serious. Like, I feel like the That's way they, they're jabbing each other, like maybe yeah. the friendship is unra- uh, unraveling because they both have qualities that the other one needs. Actually, mm-hmm. that's the funny mm-hmm. part. That's the funny uh, part. Right? <laughs> like there's certain the things that that Issa could have learned from Molly and there's certain things that Molly could have learned from Issa but I think actually in the situation funny enough I was looking at it like oh you know Issa's actually growing but it turns yeah. out Molly is growing a lot too mm-hmm. like and I, and I think it's like the like we talked about this a few weeks ago with Sam on how they're just like they might be just growing apart 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's maybe, just, yeah. And now that's like, happening. I mean, like, also, like, you know, this this TV show has thrown so much on it, like, on the conception, like, you know, ideas of things on their head. Like, who's mm-hmm. to say? Maybe at the end of the season, they're not going to be close friends anymore. And, and, like, they'll all have their own individual lives, and, you know? And then we got to wait two years to see what unravels in season five. Yeah, exactly. Right. This, Issa's doing her thing right now. But, you know, like, also just the fact that, you know, Miss Rona, can we, right. uh, if we have a little time, can we talk about Miss Rona too? Like, and how it's impacting the entertainment industry? If we can fit that in, but let's. Yeah, we're gonna talk, talk about, about it right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Michael, do you have anything else you want to add about Insecure mm-hmm. before we do that? So, yeah, like a lot of things. Like, okay, so with the Oscars, I'm not sure. Like, I can't. I don't have the full rules like laid out, but we can talk about this on a future episode because you know, the Oscars are not until February of next year. But because a lot of shit is already shut down, like. Who knows what the selection of film is going to be like mm. in the come the fall? Like, there's not many movies coming out right now. The movies that are coming out are coming out on VOD, and uh, I think that's the proper term for VOD. Yeah, right? VOD, video on demand. Yeah, 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 video on demand. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I also think about like podcasts, videos. Well, anyways, um, yes. and <laughs> sorry. Also, like the Oscars had to change the rules because the Academy had to change the rules because of Miss Rona getting all the girls yeah. together. And, you know, it's it's going to be a situation where VOD is going to be taken heavily into consideration. Like, it literally has to be a movie that would have came out in theaters. I think there's more specifics to it. There's definitely more specifics to it than that. I don't mm-hmm. know it off the top of my head. Like I said, we can discuss that in further detail on a future episode. But just the fact of the matter is, it's like, I'm kind of nervous about like what the selection of film is going to look like. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of movies that are supposed to come out this first half well, of the year. Well, because they're going on streaming. They're being pushed back. But I'm just thinking about like, all, all because the movies were going to come out later in the year, some of these movies would have been filmed or were being filmed during this period. Unless it's like uh, an independent movie that was shot last year that was playing at Sundance, you know, like right. certain movies do oh, have festival trajectories. You know what I mean? Like, right. and so like, I don't know what the selection is going to be like. Is it going to force the Academy to be more open to other types of genres and, you know, movies like, oh, that they typically ooh. would not recognize? Or that's, that's true. Or is it just really going to be a weak year because there's just not, is it, are we going to like suffer with diversity because it's not a weak year or is it going totally. to be right. a, they, a situation where things that typically wouldn't be recognized that should be recognized should be mm-hmm. in consideration will be because I can the see, selection is so much smaller. Yeah, I can definitely see both happening. I think it'd be kind of hilarious if like the Hallmark Channel tried to send a movie. <laughs> well, no, I think you still I have to fit. You have to be going to a, a theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's so, like, there's still like, Rules. it has to be um, like a movie movie. It can't be like, okay, it can't be classified as a TV movie. Like, I don't think the Clark Sister movies movie would be like, um, classified because that's not, that's not like a, yeah, that's an Emmy thing. It's not, it's not a, I think it's more so like the streaming services, like Netflix is going to be a major a player or like VOD, like the movies that are going straight to uh, F- Fandango and maybe Voodoo and YouTube. Maybe those movies will be in heavier contention than something that will, that airs on like a TV channel, like, you know, like a standard TV channel. Uh, you mm. could probably stream it. I streamed it. I was watching um, the Clark sisters on Hulu, but it's not, you know, it's a TV movie. It's I clearly it. a TV movie. Got it, got it, got it. Like I wonder, I mean, but I wonder if something like when they when I see us, that was that was created to be a mini series, so it was created for the Emmys. But I was just like, this should be 
this is Oscar worthy to me. Like that mm. performance by Jarrell Jerome. Oh yeah, like the, who, on the phone. He was great. He won an Emmy for that. But I was just like, this performance is Oscar worthy, to be honest. But you know, I want like, to make sure before we um get off topic here um too far, um just talk about Drag Race. Yes. Unless oh, you want to add on the Micah. Nope. Nope. No. No. So um, what you guys think, Micah? I thought it was like a good episode. It was like a fan favorite episode, mm-hmm. and no one went home. It was the, mm-hmm. no, I thought Jackie should have went home, but yeah. But I think also given like who they like the whole concept of that episode, there was no way they could send anyone anyone home because like yeah. those, any of those super fans would have sent their if they found that they sent Queen home. Mike, you're so, still breaking up a little bit. They're so. breaking up a little bit. Come so, closer. Yeah, I, I think they would probably like one of those super fans would have like slipped their wrist if they know they like sent a, right. a Queen home. So it just was not that kind of episode, which I'm happy for. Um, but that was a good episode. I got that like all the queens like they kind of showed their own like talents in their own way but you right, and jada is coming really like up oh, now jada is, yeah like, i haven't watched this episode yet i'm going to catch up on it soon uh but i, I do know what happened i read about about what happened because that's not gonna stop me from being entertained by it and jada like from what i hear is yeah she's doing definitely doing her thing she's winning, she's winning challenges and everything so she's won her Kudos third challenge her. now she's like nice. I, I was like i thought I was like oh she reminds me a little bit of Aquaria, but you know, like I feel like she's really, really shining. Because at the first, I'm just like, I'm not sure if she's just going to be like, you know, like the beauty queen. Like, right. but when we made it to that first lip sync, I was like, oh, okay, so this is what the bitch going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, she, she surprised me. Well, yeah. y'all, um, that is um, our show for today. We um, are glad you're listening. We did very, very well last week, uh, last month in our um, listening. Oh, we got three minutes left. Oh shit, girl. Um, let's talk about. We can just we can just cut. We can shoot, shoot the shit. <laughs> we can shoot the shit. What's everybody planning on doing this weekend? Um, staying While the show is there. <laughs> I oh. thought it was going to be a little bit sunny on on um on Sunday. But Saturday's gonna be rainy. Well, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be thirty nine yeah. degrees. Also, oh, also, I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners. Um, yes. You know, you really helped us this month. Um, so thank you. Um, if you want to be a guest, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll consider. <laughs> very, very true. Very true. It's easy. You want to go to the studio. Um, what are you doing for the weekend? Um, relaxing. Mm-hmm. Having some fun with myself. Yes. And um, <laughs> just kind of enjoying the weekend and kind of. Trying to get my head back. <laughs> I bet right. you are nasty. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mr. Ron. You better praise him. See what I mm-hmm. did there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to do a mix of things. Like, I think last week it was actually a really decent weekend where I catched up with people. Caught up, excuse me, catched up. I said catch up. <laughs> caught up with people. Excuse me. Caught up mm-hmm. with people. Um, I, I, Went on my first like actual extended walk since going into quarantine. Got a piece of vitamin D. Yeah. Uh, so I, I hope to do that again on Sunday. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna make brunch for myself. I'm always make brunch for myself on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do that this weekend. And yeah, I'm going to relax and you know get fresh air and yes. maybe catch up on some shows. Yeah, you know, the standard. You know, I think I'm gonna try to make rice. I've never made it before. I'm gonna try that. That's a good time. All right, y'all. So that was um, Queer of Mind. Please, please, please make sure you listen to all our broadcasts. We have some of the podcasts already up, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.